Today's gospel lesson comes from us from Mark 1, verses 4 through 11. John the baptizer appeared in the wild, preaching a baptism of life change that leads to forgiveness of sins. People thronged to him from Judea and Jerusalem as they confessed their sins, were baptized by him in the Jordan River, and changed into a new life. John wore a camel-haired habit tied to the waist with a leather belt. He ate locusts with wild field honey. As he preached, he said, The real action comes next. The star is in this drama. To whom I shall stage hand will change your life. I'm baptizing you here in the river, turning your old life for a kingdom of a, a, from a kingdom life. His baptism, a holy baptism by the Holy Spirit, will change you in, from the inside out. At this time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. The moment he came out of the water, he saw the sky split open and God's Spirit, looking at him like a dove, come down on him. Along with the Spirit, a voice, you are my son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. So I've read this passage all my life, but uh, I, I heard something new and different this year when I was reading this passage. In the 10th verse, Mark has just gotten started. In the 10th verse, it says, and just as he was coming out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart. And the Spirit of God descended on him like a dove. And the voice of God said, this is my beloved Son with whom I'm well pleased. Torn apart. So you know that the New Testament was written in Greek. And so sometimes it's helpful for us to go back to the original Greek to get a clue of what might have been meant by certain phrases. The word torn apart in Greek is schizomenas, from which we get schizophrenic, schism. It's a tearing apart, separation. That word was used twice in the Gospel of Mark. The other time was in Mark chapter 15. When Jesus dies on the cross and the veil that hung in the temple in Jerusalem that hung in front of the Holy of Holies, schizomenus, was torn apart from top to bottom. Now the Latin term for that veil was called a fanum. The fanum was in front of the Holy of Holies, which we considered the holiest part of the temple. Only the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies once a year. And everything behind the veil, behind the fanum, was holy. Everything in front of the fanum was profanum, from which we get the word profane. Do you see the difference? Holy profane. From the beginning of Jesus' ministry 
The heavens were torn apart. There was no longer a separation between heaven and earth. When Jesus died on the cross, the profanum was ripped in half. There was no longer a separation from what was holy and what was profane, what was sacred and what was secular. The message seems to be saying, all people are sacred. All of life is sacred. All of creation is sacred and holy. That's one of the reasons why we are doing this during the season of Epiphany, where we'll show a picture at the beginning of the service and look at it for its holy content. Look at it for its sacred nature, even though it may look secular. For those who are in Christ, there is no distinction. There is no separation between heaven and earth. There is no separation between the sacred and the secular. It is all sacred. Even the stuff that's messy. Even the stuff we don't like. Even the people we may not like. They're sacred. Sacred. Baptism has a way of opening our eyes to this. Opening our eyes to a new way of seeing. A new way of being. A new understanding of family. A new understanding of kinship with all people. Our nation is now in a heated debate over some of the comments made in the White House this week. And I've seen a good number of United Methodist bishops in our denomination make statements referring to the dignity of all people, especially those from Africa, especially those from the Caribbean, especially those from Central and South America. Our Bishop John Scholl sent out an email to all United Methodists a few days ago asking for us to live out of our baptismal covenant and to confront injustice wherever it is. And he included a prayer that is helpful in this debate, helpful in this apparent struggle to see all people as created in God's image, regardless of our skin color, regardless of our nationality, regardless of our culture and language, we are created in God's image, all of us, and therefore sacred and of sacred worth. He included this prayer that he invited all churches to pray. And so I pray this prayer as we prepare to come and touch the waters of our baptism. Most holy and gracious creator, humbly we give thanks for you a worker of wonders, a giver of life, the creator of us all. Thank you for reaching into the deep, rich, dark soil, for gathering gorgeous red clay, for taking handfuls of tan sand, and for gathering the warm brown earth to create your people. 
We are wonderfully made, each race, every person of every color reflects your image. Thank you for making us different and the same, for making us unique and like everyone else. Creator, forgive us for hatred and bigotry. It is a sign of the continual struggle between good and evil, between honoring you as the creator and making the world after our own image. Give us the strength to love like you. Through Christ Jesus, who taught us this same love, we pray. Amen.